we're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with the Monday edition of the Stay Cashin Show. What a weekend. What a crazy roller coaster, up and down, chaotic weekend. We got a lot to fucking talk about. Uh, we'll touch on a little bit of college football. We will definitely touch on the Baltimore Orioles. And we will go into all of the NFL action that took place this weekend, including breaking down the Monday night game tonight, giving you guys some bets, giving you guys some plays. Bill Rupp, ladies and gentlemen, what up, brother? Not much. Getting ready to watch the shitty game tonight, you know, after thought it was going to be a good game last night, but it just turned into a shitty one. I was good for my wallet on San Francisco. Mm -hmm. um, if I didn't parlay them with the fucking Astros. And then, uh, I don't know, I feel bad for my little buddy down there. I don't even want to make fun of him. It's getting bad. Rackets, are you, are you, are you guys done or no? Be honest. Do you think you can get this? Um, They're the best road team in the American League. Or best road team in baseball, so I think they at least get it to game four. But I don't know, man. I, you can't lose game one the way you did, and then you can't just fucking give up a grand slam to make it nine to two, and just get fucking hosed yesterday. Like, not not a good start. Not a good start at all. Definitely not a good start. What's up? That's definitely not a good start. No, I got to jump in on that first five though. I was happy about that. Uh, you know, the, for some reason the Orioles always go down. I don't know why. Bro, and they for some reason they can't fucking score now. Late in the, they're scoring late in the innings, but they're not scoring enough. They're not tying the game. They're not getting the lead. As we said, new season come playoff time, right? New season. It's a lot of a lot of youth there. Listen, I will. Okay, I will say I don't. And I'm whatever. It might sound like sour grapes, but like the Dodgers, the Braves, and the and the Orioles are three teams that won the most games in baseball this year, and all three of them have a week off, and they just give put out clunkers in game one. Both the Dodgers get shut out, the Braves get shut out, Orioles score two runs, and all the wild card teams seem to have the advantage, bro, because they're right. not. It's, it's not like they have, they have to chew through their pitching because they swept the series, and they're they're starting their number their, their number one game starter for the wild card series is pitching game two in the division series. I said a week off is not. They're, uh, they're, everybody, that, everyone it, online is pissed about the schedule. Dude, I mean, it's, it's listen it's the way garbage, they did it. Bro. Not to mention, it's not fair. To the teams, and we'll get right to football, guys. I know we're coming off a of football weekend, but you know you can see my you can see my rackets background. You know we got to talk a little baseball playoffs for a second. Um, the the thing that is stupid, in my opinion, is the the one team shouldn't have three straight home games in the wild card either. I understand home field advantage. There should be a little travel. There should be a little travel there. Space it out for a day. But we you know the one game like you, you got to. Yeah, but then it would go on too long. We'd be going on to like. Mid no, because they took two days off. That's they should the have to go right into they the next series. They should have to play like they shouldn't. Fucking... They shouldn't get. Yeah, if you're going to give should... them that home field advantage, yep. you go right into the next series. Move because... it up a little bit so that the teams that won aren't waiting a week because you get cold over that period of time. And not only that, but it, it allows the pitching to reset. And it during the season, like if they finish the three game series, you would you would be going home or you would be going on the road to the team that is waiting for you at your place. Like you would not be giving two days off in order to reset your whole fucking schedule. Like, if you want to keep the three-game wild card, that's fine. The division series should start the day after. It should not be a two-day gap, or it should start on Friday, and the division series ends on Wednesday night. You know what I mean? It's, there should not be a two-day two -day gap to be able to reset the entire roster. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. But we got to get through every NFL game and talk a little bit about that, so let's do it. Um, Brian Healy in the chat, James said, who won the, the, uh, the Stafford argument? Clearly me. Healy said not Tommy. Clearly me, considering Brian Healy said he'd take Tannehill over Stafford. 
who went 260, no touchdowns and an interception. So he shit all over himself. Stafford obviously didn't have a great game, but I said you play Stafford naked if you're playing him because you don't want to ruin it. And we all agreed Cup was too expensive at 8,600, even with his performance, Bill. Cooper Cup, first of all, let's talk, let's talk about the Cooper Cup uh, come out game. But like I said with Stafford, if it doesn't work out, you don't want to ruin two positions. And if it does, he's going to space the ball out. He did exactly what I said. 2-2 Atwell, 2 for 9 with one of the touchdowns. Higby, who everyone wanted to pair with him, completely shit game, 2 for 20. Puka had a good game, 7 for 70 and 1. But that's not winning you any GPPs. And Cooper Cup had a good game. You know, probably got you 20 points at 8,600. They, they pounded him on that first drive, and he wasn't, they didn't really do anything else. Yeah, okay, I mean, he, but... he spread it out exactly. The touchdowns were to two different guys. Higby was the main parlay partner. I said, don't do it. Cup didn't touch the ball in the second half again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, that's it, what I'm it, saying. It, like, they speak, that's how that team's going to be, dude. That how that team's going to be. It's going to go in waves. Cooper's going to be the guy, like we said. But at 9,000 on DraftKings, I mean, you literally need eight for 120 and a touchdown just to get the value. Uh, Puka was up there at like 7,000, 70 something hundred. So, really, his 20 points is like, he's that was fine. Six, he's what a is, six for 60 guy. The rest yeah, of the that's game. what he's going to be. Six for 60, and maybe he what gets is DraftKings and FanDuel doing with these guys that just come back off of injury? Like, why is Cooper Cup 9K? Like, I understand he's going to get, uh, like, he had a decent fantasy day, but Jonathan Taylor was like 8,300. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, the, it's so weird. On, what are you doing, guys? Cooper Cup shouldn't have been that high, and he would have been the perfect pairing. You know, at 8,600, I mean, you needed a game like he had with a touchdown just right. to be you, okay. How could you project that in his first game, though? Yeah, like, just to be saying. okay, right. He should have been like 7K. Same thing with Taylor. Taylor should have been 6,500, not 8,300. Yeah. So, I mean, it did, it did spread the ball out uh, kind of as expected. Higby was the number one you know, pairing everyone wanted to do, and I said, don't do that. I mean, you do just that. like you just skipped news today? or we just... No, no, no. I'm just I'm reading the chat. That was the chat that was in the chat. So, uh yeah. I, I, I took the Tannehill Stafford bet. You backed out I of it. I thought we had a new format. No, you backed out of it. Uh let's go to uh let's go to Evan with the headlines. Fuck everything about Miami Hurricanes football. I mean that was the best thing a mean racket. <laughs> me and Bill were, me and Bill weren't even paying attention to the game. I was just I was just scrolling on Twitter and I saw like it was like 10 posts in a row. It's just like, fuck Miami. Worst, worst beat ever. Miami's retarded. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what happened? So I asked Bill, I'm like, dude, I'm like, what happened in this Miami game? I'm like, why is Twitter on fire? And we watched the video. We're like, oh. oh <laughs> Explain it. Break it down. <laughs> so they all Miami needed to do was take a knee, take a knee with on third down with the 30 fucking seconds knee, left. 30, 30 seconds, seconds left to kneel out the clock. And not only do they run a ball or run run the play, Did you they guys hand hear it that? Up, no. They, no. Okay. no. They not only do they run the play, they hand it off to the running back who gains three yards and then he's fighting forward for more yards and gets the ball popped out, turnover, Georgia Tech and or uh, Georgetown ends up winning on the last play of the game when all they needed to do was hand, kneel the ball. Now, I understand the quarterback is like, what the fuck are we doing? Why would you even run the play? Like, why would we even call that play? As the quarterback, you had you still have the choice to just kneel the ball down. Then, as the running back, you have the choice to just fall on the ground in the backfield when he gets the ball. Fighting after, for yardage. After the three yards that you got untouched, you did not need to fight for two more and then get the ball popped out. Like, every single part of the play was bad. It's not it, – football 101, though, guys. But then like, we you came need out, to learn it. But then we found out that night that this isn't the first time 
Their yeah, coach has done that. Yep, this is this is actually the second time that it's happened, and it happened back in Oregon back in 2018, I believe, with Oregon. Mario Cristobal, and he did the exact same fucking thing against oh, that's, Stanford. That's un that you you should be fired. Like, How do you even oh, have you a job should again? Never coach a fucking football I mean, game again. After so many of these decisions, you should never coach again for the rest of your life. Like at so night. many of these decisions, these coaches make, you should never coach again ever. Like if you don't know this simple thing then you're not imagine how much shit you're doing wrong that people aren't i'm seeing it and other people like rackets and those of us who are attentive to every detail of the game but the average fan who doesn't really know what's good all these little mistakes like why didn't you call time out there why did you call time out there why did you run this year imagine how many of those things aren't being seen if they're fucking up these things that are blatant that my mom would understand i saw something online someone said that you should be in your interview, you should be able to play a game of Madden inside two minutes, and you have to win the game to be to be it's hired. Actually, I mean, what in bad. the fuck? That's it, actually not bad. It was insane, know. bro. Like we we literally had anybody, no idea what they were even talking about, and then I was did anybody like, oh my God. hear? Like, did anybody hear what he said afterwards? Like, what what did he say? I didn't see it. I didn't watch the interview. I can, take, no. I can look up, look it up. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, what was his what was his excuse for doing that again? Yeah. It's the same thing, like, when you look at, like, fucking, uh, when you look at, like, fucking Aaron Boone and things like that. Like, those of us who intimately watch the games every day, pitch for pitch, pitch by pitch, and see this compilation of horrific decisions over a long period of time. Yeah, the media, you think Mike Francesa's watching every pitch of a Yankee game? No, he's probably not even why he goes in and talks about these fucking idiots, anyone from the outside. Oh, it's not all Aaron Boone's fault. Like they're saying right now, oh, it's not Dak Prescott's fault. Oh, I said, we're going to talk about that. They, they don't fucking know. They don't understand that these coaches are eight. Mike McCarthy, before the fucking season started, every one of us who studies coaches, DFS, individual player performance, said if Mike McCarthy is taking over control of the offensive play calling, you will be a fucking shit show by week seven. That's a fact. You don't need to see what happened last night and see what happened two weeks ago to know it's not going to work. But everyone in the fucking upper brass and everyone in the media thought this may be the move. McCarthy. The most, the most innovative part of their play scheme is the fact that they call it the Texas Coast offense. This is literally <laughs> McCarthy. That's literally it's the this. This is why Aaron Rodgers chased him out of town. He sucks, and now he he just takes the play calling back every two or three years, right? And everyone thinks it's going to be better. Even like, after I did not know that this is what you're going to get. What you saw last night. What Bro, you after, saw last night. Even after halftime. After halftime last night, she's like, the the, the the reporter's like, oh, what do you need to do? And he's like, oh, I just got to mix up the play calling. So what do they do on that third down? It was third down and four. He's like, I need to run the ball a little bit more. Third down and four, I think it was, it was either the opening drive of the third quarter or the second drive of the third quarter. And he goes to run the ball on, a, on fucking third and four, and they end up punting. Like, bro, what are you, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Did you say anything, Ab? Did you see anything? Yep. What is that? We talk about two hands on the ball. He blamed the players and didn't wow, say a dude. fucking word wow. about his coaching decision. Stop it, dude. I swear to God. Oh. You know what's, you know what's <laughs> even worse about that? Like, I was like, I, wait, Bill, what was the one with Aaron Boone? 
when Aaron Boone after the game. Oh, well, they struck up. out 17 times, and he's like, oh, well, we had good at-bats in the ones that outside they Outside of the strikeouts. Outside, yeah. Yeah, outside, the strikeouts. outside of the strikeouts, we had good at-bats. 17 guys. 17 times in nine innings. There's only 28 outs, guys. There's 27 there's 27 outs. And you... outs. You struck out 18. <laughs> so you I said saw... nine outs were good. I saw all the Twitter shit coming in after Rackett said it that night, and we were watching the video. And then, like, 15 minutes later, you start seeing all the bets come in, get posted. Somebody missed 100 grand. Somebody missed 50 grand. Where the money line, they were like a 20, it was it was a big favorite in that shit. And they were like, people were, were getting killed. That That's where I'd be pissed, bro. People were losing all thousands and thousands of dollars on that game. That's crazy, bro. That should, that's crazy. Can I address something in the chat here that these idiots are fucking talking about here? They're saying I lost the, the Tannehill bet with Healy that we were going to make. That Tannehill plus five. Stafford beat Tannehill by 6.12 points. 16.88 to 10.76. So I was right. Tannehill did. He didn't come within five. So when I said, yes, I'd rather have the Stafford side, well, I'm going to just give him five points. It's not a fair number. But he even beat the not fair number. They're they both fucking suck. Healy and Hoffman. Both you shut the fuck up. They both Tannehill. suck. Yeah, they both suck, but Tannehill suck more. That Go Colts on. defense is legit, dude. Right. Well, stay, on this, stay on this topic. Anything else on this topic that we were just talking about? I didn't mean to steer it off. No, that was it. I said the people who lost hundreds of thousands of dollars, the books cleaned up on that, and oh. no, nobody got a refund. <laughs> um, what, what were we just talking about? The Miami. The Miami game. Oh, yeah. Everything's um, free. Sean Payton is ass. You suck. Another timeout. Yes, good. Bring me right there. Another thing I told you guys in the offseason. Sean Payton sucked in New Orleans. Timeout. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody actually commented on one of our YouTube videos from February of 2022, and it was you talking about how much Sean Payton sucks. Okay. Can you get that? Can you find that for me? Yeah. No, you have to do it right now. I'm saying after the show, find that. Because I've been saying Sean Payton sucks for seven years since Sirius XM. If you guys remember the play that cost the Saints out of the fucking Super Bowl or whatever, the bad call by the ref. Remember uh, what it was? Pass interference? Interference? Yeah. Pass interference. And everyone yeah, talked about that. That was Stefan yeah. Diggs, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it was. Whatever it was. No, no, no. That was a different one, I think. The pass interference play. I'm, I'm that was, yeah, exactly what that was Diggs. Was. Okay. Was, was that that Diggs. Whatever. Yeah, but Minneapolis mean miracle. You're right. You're right. Evan, no, you're right. Wait, no, the pass interference was on the Saints receiver. The Saints receiver got cold clocked, right? And they yeah, didn't the Minnesota call won the game because of it. Minnesota okay. won the game. Maybe yeah. it was the Minnesota game. Same whatever. Uh, who knows? Maybe it was the same. I don't yeah. know. But at that same game, he fucked up 30 times. I was at the bar watching. 30 times with Taysom Hill taking his quarterback out, putting Taysom Hill in. He's the one who gave Taysom Hill the contract. He's been a fucking disaster from the beginning. He's dog shit. Sean Payton is dog shit. He's Mike McCarthy 2.0. And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, maybe Sean Payton's not that good. He was never that good. He was fucking passing appearance versus the Rams. Thank you. What's, how do all you guys on the wrong page here make you look stupid? I don't know. That Minnesota game was a different game. Yes, it was the Rams game. The uh, Sean Payton sucked forever. Sean, the Saints should have won fucking three or four Super Bowls. Sean Payton sucks. And I'm glad that everyone sees it. But it just like always... Everyone's going to fucking jump on the Sean Payton sucks train, and everyone's going to forget that Tommy G said he sucked seven years ago. So I'm giving myself credit for that because he fucking sucks, and he's always sucked. 
Who's talking about Desmond Ritter? That's where we're fucking going next. That's the next headline. Desmond Ritter, five for five on the final drive of the game. Again, the calm villain comes back. In the Boom, saves quarter. the day. Saves the day. 320-something yards, 29. two touchdowns, 329. One touchdown, one touchdown rushed for one touchdown. Yeah, they should have so lost that game. And they should have lost the game, Bill. We were watching it because <laughs> Pitts and all these people kept fumbling the ball. Yeah. Not because of Ritter. Ritter was throwing darts, Bill. You were watching that game. How many times was I yelling, seed the field down Man, there? Next to my... He was throwing fucking seeds all over that field. And then Pitts fumbles. This one fumbles. I thought they were going to Ritter drag him out of the fucking lose. grave and took him back. Let's yeah, go, I DR. I thought they were going to lose that game. I bet on the loose. Nearly yeah, told me Ritter's going to be beat bench this week. That was his last week as a starter. Ah, Brian Healy. That's his first week at the GOAT. Get ready. Desmond Ritter's season is upon us. And then obviously Koo. Young Ho Koo. Young Ho Koo comes through. Gotta love the Asians in the clutch. Asians in the clutch are big. Stroud looked great. Falcons D won that game. Fuck you, David. Fuck you. Anyone saying Desmond Ritter didn't win that fucking game? Fuck you. Desmond Britter dominated that fucking game. And you motherfuckers need to learn to give credit when it's due, and you won't see me like this. Just say, Tommy, yeah, you know what? He played a great game. It's okay to say. He did. He played a great fucking game. Again, took them back in week two from the fucking grave, down 14 in the fourth quarter. The kid's good. He just had a horrible half in London to start the game. He's good. He's in the his and the, Falcons a starter. and the Falcons fumbled a lot. Bichon Robinson did fucking nothing. He made a couple nice catches, you know, a couple one-handed yeah. catches. That's fine. He got in the box. That was sick. But fucking, yeah, if you played him in DFS, you know how little Bijan Robinson did yesterday. The running game wasn't there. That was all Ritter. Ritter threw for 330. That that was all Ritter. Came back twice in the fourth quarter. That was all Ritter. Just It's okay to turn. Oh, good. Texans couldn't score. Just give the kid his props. If that was Mahomes, you'd be far off. Look how great he is. Texans are good, bro. Texans are very Texans good Texans are team. legit, yeah. Stroud's legit. Yeah. No. Just Stroud's give him his props. Desmond Ritter played a great fucking game, a phenomenal game. Just give him his props. You didn't watch it. You, Me and Bill and Kurt watched every play because we had the fucking quad box on that Trevor wouldn't take off. So it was literally right there in front of our face. The whole game, we saw every throw, we saw every incompletion, we saw every fumble. He is good. Fuck you. Suck my motherfucking dick. Did um, you, hold up, before something, did you see talk about fumbling and not catching? Did you see the Ravens yesterday? That's literally where I was just going. I mean, By the way, let me answer Trevor's question in the chat. If I had to choose Ritter or Zach Wilson, um, Ritter. I think Ritter's. Ritter. Ritter Ritter's going to be elite. Zach Wilson's gonna be good if he's in the right situation. Ritter's gonna be elite. The Raiders, the Ravens, dropped so many passes during that game yesterday. They could have won that game six times over. And I saw most overrated morning, team in the American or in the American League. In the, yeah, I don't know AFC. if anybody saw this morning, but I saw this morning on TV they were talking about the Ravens' uh, wide receiver coach or something like that made them practice with a. Um, with a uh, rugby ball that's like twice the size of a football all week. Because he's like, if you could catch a rugby ball, you could catch a football. Like, like You can catch we, a wrench, you can catch a ball. What are we, in dodgeball? You, you yeah. can stop a wrench, you can stop a ball. <laughs> so they were talking about it this morning on TV, and 
You could see every Ravens player like this <laughs> when, they, when the ball was going right through their hands. Because the, what's the what's the guy on the on ESPN the, the old um Jets coach Buddy? What's his Rex name? Ryan? Rex, Rex Ryan. Ryan. Rex Ryan's like he goes, bro. He goes, that coach is a moron. He goes, every freaking player was like this. Was, <laughs> they Zay Flowers him. dropped two wide open touchdowns, and Nelson Aguilar dropped a wide open touchdown. They All right after Mark Andrews dropped a wide open touchdown. And Rex is like, you have your fingers have to be like this when you're catching a football. Your thumbs have to be, and it doesn't go through. Bro, every pass. Why were they practicing with that ball? I mean, dude, if anything, you practice with a smaller with a ball. smaller ball. We used to <laughs> practice exactly baseball with a golf ball. Like they used to throw little the small wiffle balls and golf balls at us. And in football, you always want to catch the little rubber balls they used to throw at us for hand eye. Like the small yeah. balls are harder. If you can catch the anyone can catch a big ball. My nephew can catch a ball this big. <laughs> My nephew can't catch something this big. So you want to catch something smaller, not bigger. Bro, nine or ten drops, like crazy in that game. Crazy. I'm wondering. I'm just looking at the chat. Um, Heineke isn't good. Stop it. I don't know where the Heine Heineke's terrible thing started. I didn't say Heineke's terrible. I don't think Heineke's terrible. I think Heineke's a very good backup. I was just say I kind of like Heineke. A little yeah, bit. I like Heineke too, which makes it more impressive that they're staying with Ritter consistently even after bad games. It means they must see a lot out of Ritter in practice. I'm assuming Heineke stronger, stronger hands. I agree with. Then use a fucking medicine ball. I mean, yeah. You yeah. Every ball, every play was going right through the hands. Stronger hands? What are you going to strengthen your hands in four days? See now, <laughs> now that now that's kind of you're going to kind of like that kind of goes with the with the baseball players that throw the weighted balls. But like those weighted balls are still the same size as baseballs. They're not yeah. bigger. Like they're not rugby. softball. They're size. not rugby balls. They're like yeah. twice the size. So like if you're going for weight training, I get it, but you still got to use the same size. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean. Why not just catch a football? I could catch a football with one hand anywhere. Right, Bill, me and you do it in the living room all the time. All just the time. fucking reach up. We're not, last time I checked, professional football players. No. I mean, dude, you should be able to catch a ball right here. Right here. No matter fucking what you were practicing with in the offseason. If you throw so me the replays, into those, every I'll replay like this. They're all like this. The ball. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? I mean, um, it's just so funny. Are we gonna? Are we gonna? Meanwhile, about... Robinson's like fucking Spider Man. Did happen? Did we ever do the giveaway on Friday? I don't think we did. Uh, uh, no, we didn't. But I gave it out. Oh, you did. After, Look at you. After the uh, show. Look at you. Look okay. at you. Um, what were we gonna say, Evan? Are we just gonna ignore the fact that the NFL is still selling for Taylor Swift missing a blatant PI call and then a personal foul where the guy had his helmet off on the Bro, field? Oh, okay, that 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 Vikings play at the end of the game. Like, I missed they, a lot of that because I was breaking shit because of fucking uh, Daniel they, Jones getting they hurt took at twenty four. They picked that flag up off the fucking field, bro. That would have gave the Vikings first and goal at the one with like four and a half minutes to go. Did they? And I didn't was, see it. It was blatant pass interference. Like you could say that maybe the the ball wasn't catchable, but the ball wasn't catchable because the defender like stopped the, right the, the receiver from running. Yeah, but he wasn't. That ball definitely wasn't catchable though. If if he could have gotten into the inside of it, I think he would have been able to at least. They get call a ball. It. They call a ball uncatchable like once a month. Yeah, like it's the only it's, reason there's shit that flies over these guys' heads that do, they do, need the a only reason. Trampoline really, to get to that they call catchable. Yeah, the only reason it really wasn't called catchable is because the defender literally got in the way and was like fucking holding his jersey, and the receiver's just like, "What the fuck?" Like, I can't even. If he would have, if he would have made an effort 
to get underneath him and go to the, you know hit that hit a little slant about five yards over into you know running into the middle of the end zone. I think he would have the flag would have stood, but that was bullshit, dude. That was that was a flag. If it wasn't it pass interference, it should have at least been defensive holding or in, incidental contact or legal contact something. It was a penalty. And then he took yeah. his helmet off, which is a fifteen yard yeah. automatic penalty. And he yeah, took his, they didn't even call that. Yeah. No, he he took the penalty. He took his helmet off and he's yelling at the ref with his fucking helmet off. And then you see the Vikings coach going like this, like he. Yeah, he, like, he pulled us nothing. And the ref goes, and they didn't care. Ref goes, put your helmet back on. Put yeah, on. yeah. He's like, he he like tapped him or something. And then that, that's another, did you make another TikTok, Evan? Because I need to see this to get caught up. I, I didn't make one yet. There's I'm a sure. lot of judgment. Sure. There's a lot of judgment calls now, like in the NFL. Like when uh, yesterday, when I forget, I think it was Purdy when he threw the ball away. Like there was no one in the area. Like that could have been. You know that uh, could have been a, a, a intentional grounding too. Yeah. He was he had like one foot outside lot, the tackle box. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them. Like where now it's just like judgment. Like, do they want to call that? Do they not want to call that? And pass Who's interference. But every week you can make a whole fucking highlight film of all the bad calls. Yeah, I mean so. they missed a blatant roughing the passer on the Jets. It's been six hundred days since the Jets got a roughing the passer call. I mean, dude, how about the face mask on that's, Zach that's Wilson? That's what I'm talking about, right? The fire ripped his head off. Right at the beginning of the game, they yeah. fucking ripped his head almost off his neck. Mm-hmm. He gets no fucking calls back there. It's insane. And then 600 just, days. 600 days since they got a roughing the passer call? Yeah, since like it, 2020. He gets none, dude. None. What, I realized, what I realized last night was... Uh, I'm surprised that's a real stat because that's what I... I can't remember the last time the Jets got a roughing the passer San call. San Francisco was the best team in football. By a lot. I mean, we already knew that. We said that last week. I you guys were the, You guys were the only ones who thought, oh, the Cowboys may come close. No, dude. No, I didn't suck. Think we're gonna come close, but I didn't think they were gonna get killed like that. Yeah, that, they're so. Hoffman was, it, Hoffman was saying it in chat a lot. They're so undisciplined. They're sta- they, they've been undisciplined for eight. It's McCarthy. Bad, McCarthy teams are un- Listen, you want to find out how bad a coach is? Look at how undisciplined the team is with penalties. McCarthy, McDaniel, all these fucking shitty coaches have shitty penalty issues. The fucking or look at their clock management, the McVeighs and all. Like, dude. The Cowboys uh, suck, Staley. The Cowboys suck. They just have a very good defense, but they suck offensively. Dak Prescott is fucking eights. He sucks. All these people that people were talking about MVP before the season. He sucks, dude. Stop it. He's he's a, he's the twentieth, twenty fourth best quarterback. No, the, the Eagles. The Eagles aren't even close to San Francisco. I Micah mean, Parsons was invisible last night, bro. Like, Eagles are good, but they're not. They're not. Well, and and it's what we talked about with the Niners, um, who are fifteen and zero now with since they got Christian McCaffrey. And, fifteen uh, and zero. How, how many and zero since uh, Brock Purdy? Well, they're five and zero with Christian McCaffrey. And Jimmy he Garoppolo. scored in every game. Yeah. By the way, by the way, that's why I dropped that stat, Bill, because you know who he always goes. Brock Purdy's ten and zero in the regular season. Christian McCaffrey's fifteen and zero in the regular season, which means Jimmy Garoppolo, who you think sucks, was no, five and zero. Was five and zero with Christian McCaffrey. I like Jimmy. How's he doing in Vegas? I did like Jimmy. He's going to lose tonight. How's he doing in Vegas? Doing in Vegas? He scored in every game. Jimmy Garoppolo, just think about this. When you think Purdy's about better the- than Jimmy, though. Of course. Purdy's better than him. Well, well, that, why? Jimmy Garoppolo went to two NFC Championship games. System and quarterback. And was 5-0. and oh, No, 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 it's not the system. We're, we're going to stop that bullshit right now. He's <laughs> literally number, he's number one in next-gen stats in the history of next-gen stats. In deep throwing, like literally number one, we're gonna, we're gonna stop this nonsense about fucking system quarterback. No, we're not. We're not. Yeah, we are. Because no, it's we the are. System. 
it's no, we proven are. time. It's, it's time tested. It's, the it's system. time tested. It doesn't Bro, mean he's bad. You can have any system. He still has to make the decisions. He still has to pull the trigger to throw the ball. The decisions the right spot. are easy if your fucking guys are right open because you're fucking no. running a perfect no, system. No, it's not. It's not easy. It's not Dude, easy. He makes Jimmy, it look really easy. Wilson how did Jimmy Garoppolo? MVP. Hold on. Hold on. How did Jimmy Garoppolo go five and zero with Christian McCaffrey? Bro, the, Jimmy Garoppolo literally is about to get benched in fucking Vegas. No, like, I mean, it happens every time someone leaves Shanahan, they go to shit. So Purdy listen, is, Purdy is a top five deal. quarterback. Here's in the deal. Purdy is, we're never going to be able to prove it until yeah, he's, until he's not with <laughs> Shanahan anymore. He's and literally then, the best quarterback. Like, okay, number he's with Shanahan. Ever in it's like history. saying two is the best quarterback ever. No, 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 it's not. it's not. Yes, it's it not. It's not. Two has had a bad game. Purdy has never had a bad game. You Never. have a bad game when you have the two has no defense. Never Tua had, had a defense. bad game. I don't care. Rackets. Bro, it doesn't matter, dude. Rackets Purdy has had bad games. No, the he first has not. three of the season. He played he had, like shit. He did not. Bill. He did not. Bro, he's Bill. Got, his career numbers are 70 percent completion. Four interceptions. You're the one who said completion percentage doesn't matter. 70 percent Desmond Ritter. Four turnovers. He's got four turnovers. 15 for 18. For 180 yards in that game, and you thrashed it. And he's got four turnovers matter. in his career. Okay, he's good. He's no, not he's great, great dude. He's Stop great. It. He is great. Stop it. I I've come around on him. He is. Bro, he's, he's, good. he's I great. I think he's really good. I, I he's good. He's really yeah, good. he's not Tom but Brady. He has had like bad games. He has not had a bad game. He's literally never had a bad game. 15 for 20, 75 percent completion percentage, 178 yards. That's a bad game. Okay. What? No, that was this I, I didn't read. <laughs> no, he's never had a bad game. But that doesn't matter. He's you never had a bad game. Those are fluky. He's never had a bad game. I can't. Never. Zero. 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 If you put zero. Fucking, zero. If you put zero. Zero. Zero bad games. Jimmy didn't even know. Jimmy was fucking 5-0. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. You used time to out. fucking. Time Jimmy out. sucks. Jimmy time sucks. Out. Look at this throw. No, bro. We're, We're not doing that. About nope. With McCaffrey nope. only. Nope. Jimmy Doesn't matter. never had a bad game with McCaffrey. 5-0. Nope. and He still threw interceptions. A... I can't wait. Till he threw interceptions. He turned the ball over all the time. I he can't can't fumble fucking once a game. wait till McCaffrey goes down for four games at some point this year. And you watch. They had McCaffrey go. in the championship game. What happened? They had McCaffrey in the NFC championship game. What happened? They lost they Purdy. They, they lost Purdy. They should have used CMC as quarterback. That's what they should have done. They tried, watch. and it didn't work. <laughs> you know how hard it is to be bad with McCaffrey on your team? Jesus Christ. Listen, Brock Purdy's good. We get it. Great. Say it great. No, I will not say okay. great. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to keep arguing with you the whole time. He's great. I'll say he's good. He's I'll great. I'll say he's good. Hoffman, like said, Hoffman said the Lions are closer to San Francisco than Philly. Lions are legit at one twelve of fifteen. I don't know. Another I, team that's not nah, stop, that. stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Everyone's got to chill with the Lions shit. Fucking, they're gonna they they're gonna blow games at the end of games. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna be good. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're a good team. They're a solid team. Their coach is retarded and their quarterbacks, you know, gonna do the same shit he does every big game, like we saw against the Seahawks. They shouldn't have beat the Chiefs. The Falcons game was a complete fucking aberration. They're they're, they're good. They're a very good team. They're a very good team. They're like they're like the Brock Purdy of teams. They're very 22 good. Twenty-two and four th- in touchdown very, interception ratio. They're, the they're, the they're very good. They're very good. Twenty-two to four. Very good team, dude. You don't get to just be the Brock Purdy stand. You have fifteen other quarterbacks. One last year at this fucking this day at Halloween last year, I fucking you announced found this him show. as Tom Brady. 
Exactly. Tom but fucking that Brady. Because you're, you were on Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan before Tom that. fucking Brady. And who is he look like now more than ever? He looks like Tom Brady. I said it a fucking year ago. I can't wait till CMC gets a hurt. A year ago, bro. I can't bro. wait till CMC gets hurt. CMC was, was, CMC was healthy in the NFC Championship game. It did not help. Purdy got hurt. Purdy's the one that fucking that the team fell apart around. Nothing to do with quarterbacks. They had fucking zero bad running back at quarterback. They could have had well CMC. You think if they had Jimmy Garoppolo to step in, they wouldn't have won that game. Of course, if CMC if CMC is the fucking MVP of the team, then he should have been able to fucking carry them at least somewhat in that game, and he didn't. Purdy is literally the the the, everything that makes that team go round. He's the point guard that disperses everybody. The team who they'd rather lose, Purdy or fucking CMC. And let me tell you, I'll go count your Purdy votes. Okay, well, if you ask yeah, Shanahan, okay. you might too get two different answers. Yeah, no, you won't, because he's fucking turned fucking RG3 into a superstar. He could turn nah, you bro. into a superstar. Stop I it. Mean, he Stop it. Did. Stop it. Um, what else from this weekend? What are the takeaways? Um, we got to start some dialogue about the brotherly shove. That the Eagles bullshit. are just very good at it because a ton of other teams tried it. I'm telling you, no, if they get three yards on I don't know how. I'm still trying to fit. He, like, levitates. Like, it's weird. They yeah. pick him up. They pick him up and carry him. They like, him. grab him by the belt thing and pull him. Yeah. No one else does that. Um, Not to beat a dead horse, but I did just look up Brock Purdy first 10 games versus Tom Brady's first 10 games. No, identical. It doesn't matter. They're Brock identical. Guys, They're not identical. Guys, Purdy's are way Evan, better. Evan, Purdy's are better. Stop. Way Evan. better. Stop. Hey, Brett, he didn't have Shanahan in that fucking No, he team. had Belichick. He didn't he have had fucking CMC. Belichick. Who was his running back? Who? Exactly. Brady. Did he have uh, CMC? He had fucking Corey Did Dillon? Corey Dillon? Corey Dillon? He was playing with Troy Brown and fucking cornerbacks at wide receiver. He didn't have Ayuk and Debo and CMC and the number one defense Yeah, Wes, I'm sure we have Wes Welker's bad. Wes Welker's Stop super it, bad. Dion Branch is West super Walker's bad. Get out of here. You're done. Oh, You're done. Cut. You're cut it. off. Cut um, off. I will change cut the subject. Off, bro. Bill Belichick is not a good coach. Anymore because of Tom Brady's it gone. It was just Tom Brady. It was not, guys. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Let us hear it. Air it out. Bill Belichick is not a good GM. His recruiting of players is terrible. He's th- That team is horrible. Say so he should not be in charge of player personnel. Yeah, right England's very bad. Dude, it's bad, dude. Did you hear the stat that fucking someone gave out today? I saw him. Their offenses. Did he, I think it may have been fucking Stephen A. Smith, Bill. I think that was who gave it out, actually. No mercy. Bill Belichick has drafted two Pro Bowlers since 2014 that were Pro Bowlers on the Patriots. One was a punter. One was a punt returner. Wow. Two since 2014 records. That's a decade. In the last decade, two Patriots draft picks have gone on to be pro bowlers for the Patriots. One a punter, one a punt returner. And yes, it was Stephen A. Smith. So I want to give credit. Stephen A. Smith on first take uh, gave that. That's insane. That's the problem. It's not that he's a bad coach. It's that he's a terrible player personnel now. It's horrible. It's really bad and really ugly. And you know what the other problem with Belichick is right now? The Bills don't suck anymore. The Dolphins don't suck anymore. And the Jets don't suck anymore. Right? That was the thing, right? Rackets, the Bills Bills had their heyday, what? When was that, late 90s? Early 90s? Mid-90s. 
Right, yeah. By by the time Brady started taking over, the Bills weren't anything, right? They were fine. Thousand, yep. They were fine, right? The Jets were horrific. Yeah, Kelly was gone in Yeah, Kelly was gone. Something. Thurman was gone. All those people were gone. Uh, the Jets were horrific, and Miami was nothing. So playing in a division full of fucking bags of shit is what made Brady and Belichick so good. That's what helped both of them. And that's what you're seeing. But Belichick's done, dude. Yeah, he's done. He's wild. Brady was Worst. playing against... Brady was playing against Fitzpatrick like every game. Yeah, and Brady had a bye, first round bye. He would go from team to team. Brady and Belichick basically had the perfect storm for both of them to look like the greatest things ever happened to to earth. And what happened was Brady was smart enough to leave and go to a super team. That was a super team on the Bucs that he went to. The best defense in the NFL. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, uh, Ronald Jones. They had fucking like 100 players. Gronk, they had two tight ends, Gronk and Brady. Like that team was fucking stacked. And Brady went there and did his job. Whereas Belichick was left with fucking Mac Jones and fucking Kendrick Bourne and a bunch of shit. So I, I don't think the Brady succeeding in Tampa really buries it as much it, it was impressive i guess but i mean that what bill that was a super team they were just bringing people off the street who were coming to play Leonard fournette's like yeah fuck it i'll play there antonio brown's like fuck it i'm coming too it was like basically all right we got everything and we saw brady last year he looked like shit right i mean his skill set wasn't that different he just lost all the fucking superstars but um yeah belichick's gotta stop chris gotta um, stop yeah, Mac Jones is dog shit. Shane Vendrell donated $2 and said, Rackets, what's lower, your IQ or your team levels? Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, bro. <laughs> see, see, if you're going to insult me or Rackets, you want to donate 2 bucks to do it, because then we have to say it on air. We can't ignore it. Um, Sunene? Uh, yeah, let's go to Sunene. Let me see here. Overwatch and Rackets have steam come out of his ears. Jim Foyster said Brady's last Super Bowl with the Pats was smoke and mirrors. A lot of them were smoking. And then we can talk about the Orioles so we can get Rackets even more mad. We should go into a whole Orioles segment. Yeah. Sinane, hey, hey. What's up, man? What's up, bro? What are you doing? Listening to you guys talk about Purdy. Listening. I know know you got a lot to say, so uh, come in. I mean, on Birdie's perspective, I mean, he's – he has done better than I expected, but at the same time, he's he came in with expectations of like CJ Beathard and those kinds of guys. Like that's what like Jimmy Garoppolo did. Those guys aren't good quarterbacks, so it's like he really didn't have big shoes to fill. And he's played well in the scheme, so he could be like a solid quarterback, but he's not great. <laughs> like he's great. He's not. He's great. He's not great. He's not. He's got nine. He's Look at a couple of those throws games. he made over the middle into those windows last night. Those are great throws. Like those are they're great. Fucking- he's, he's very good. He's very good. Bro, he, he, they're wide open, but he's going, he's throwing the ball. He's not throwing the ball at the receiver. He's throwing the ball into a window. If the receiver is, doesn't go to that fucking window, it's, it's intercepted. It's incomplete. Dude, every like, quarterback that has time in the NFL can do that. It's anticipation. That's not, that's yes, not true. If you give that's anyone true, a clean pocket, they're doing that. That's not true. That's okay, true. 90% of quarterbacks in the NFL, you give them a clean pocket. They got there for a reason. The difference is the mental part of it, which has been impressive, his ability to escape the pocket and get that extra second and hit the guy on the run. That's been impressive. Like that, His escapability and playmaking has been impressive. It's the decision-making for me. He makes the right decision every fucking time. He does not make a well, mistake. So, so, here, so here's, the thing with, here's the thing with Purdy. He's very smart, and he's very yeah. – like he seems to get – so when you have someone like Shanahan, who's a genius – 
the more important thing for your quarterback for a Shanahan team is to be smart, right? So he has the number one quality. It was was the same thing with Brady. Brady was brilliant, and Belichick's scheme was brilliant, so it worked. But I'm just – listen, he's he's good. He's very good. It's funny that you use the same exact comparison that I just did. He's literally Tom Brady and Belichick. No, 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 no. He's He's, not. They're the same. Bro, they're the same. They're they're, they're the same thing. Bill Bill Belichick's a defensive coach. They're not correlated. No, it's not even. It's not even. It's not. It's not. Brady was smart enough to run the whole offense by himself. Brady can't. Brady can't. Brady did everything by himself on that thing. But I mean, Rackets, he's just, he's averaging like last year. Last year, he had nine games started and 1,300 yards. Like, you can't tell me he's never had a bad game. Like his career numbers are 22 and four. His ratio is 22 and four. He averaged 150 yards a game last year. He doesn't average 150 yards. He averages he had nine games and 1,300 yards. What's his numbers now? Now, what, what's last year? It was a full season, full season, half season. Nine games, 1,300 yards. And what's his numbers now? Five he hasn't even thrown an interception this year. He hasn't even thrown a fucking He's interception. He's averaging 220 this year. Great. Congratulations. I mean, it is offense than scored that. 30 points a game. Because this is the best offense playing downhill all game. Bro. You're, if you're right, going to so sit no, 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 no. If you're going to sit here and bullshit about Ritter for 45 fucking minutes, about a pile of trash thrown for 327 yards, one time, I don't know. It's fucking garbage, Ritter's bro. doing it by himself. He doesn't Ritter shit. fucking sucks. Ritter sucks, dude. All right, Sinane, this kid's an idiot. He literally wants to just wax poetic about Brock Purdy's 220. You're going to waste 25 minutes talking about Ritter. I'm going to talk about Purdy, who's actually a good quarterback. No, you're going to talk about Shanahan, who's made Purdy a great quarterback. Go on, Sinane. What do you like this week? (laughs) Um, I'm not sure where to start, but I I guess I will start with Aaron Jones. You should start with agreeing that Purdy's not elite. Right. Let's just start. There. He's not elite. No. Okay. He, I carry mean, on. Can be. Carry on. Okay. Carry he, on. he can be. I mean, he can, no, 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 no. Don't, don't start it back up. I just needed a yes or no answer. No, carry on. At the moment, he is not. No. Okay. At the on. moment, not elite. Carry yeah. Carry on. Um, I'll start with Aaron Jones. I mean, he's expected not play tonight. Um, I was expecting him to play. Um, that kind of caught me out of left field, but uh, check your rosters if he's in there. Hopefully, you put put him in the flex. Uh, I don't know how many people are starting three running backs these days. They're tough to find. But if you are doing that, try and get a guy like Jaden Reed, plug him in there, but, but check out your lineups. Um, if I'm going to jump right into a, somebody that you should pick up, I'll start with running back, Justice Hill. He, uh, I've been beating the drum about him. He was on my um, week five waiver wire preview video, which everybody should check out because um, there's a player in my article from that video that you'd have on your roster and you wouldn't have to worry about waivers right now. Um, and he even improved on what I talked about in that video. But uh, Justice Hill, he outsnapped Gus last week on Sunday, yesterday, um, 39 to 30. He took all the important work. Gus took all the early down work. Uh, Justice took four of the five goal line touches or snaps, not touches. He took all 15 of the two-minute drill snaps, and uh, he got all four of his targets. I mean, he got in the end zone. That's what we want from uh, a running back is end zone work, air work, and athleticism, which he fits the offense. Um, so, Justice so I like him. Put in the plane for him. Uh, Josh Downs, he was impressive. So, I guess we'll touch on Anthony Richardson. He's just supposed to be out at least a month. He had That's a great three how, how, how long is he out? He's going he's gonna to be on the, the IR, likely. Um, and then, like, Right when he comes off is their bye week, so he's probably going to miss about six weeks of fantasy wow. production at, that the, at least. Too. Richardson looks yeah. good too. Yeah, yeah, he does. But um, Josh Downs, so he's looked really good, and he's captured a twenty-four percent target share in this offense as a rookie, which is impressive over the first month of the season. 
He um, over the past three, he oh, yeah, over the past three, he's at twenty-one targets with twelve in week three. And that week three game was with Minshew, so he's averaged eleven point six PPR points over the last three, and he's available in almost ninety percent of leagues. He's he's erupting. He's got big playability. He's just a little under undersized at one hundred seventy pounds. So I like Josh Downs moving forward, especially with Minshew. And then um, the last one, uh, tight end, believe it or not, uh, Falcons, Johnu Smith. He's been bowling out uh, more or less. Ritter seems to like the tight end spot where Johnu lines up more in line versus Pitts in the slot, which Johnu still sits in the slot a little bit. But he's um, he's available almost every league, like 85 90% of leagues across ESPN and Yahoo. He's been third on the team the last three weeks with a 19.8% target share, uh, 21 targets overall. He is the tight end 10 since week two um, without a tight end, without a touchdown. So he's a tight end one without even scoring a touchdown, just pure volume based. And he's uh, tied eighth with tight ends and receptions. So he played well. His best years came with Arthur Smith in Tennessee. Arthur Smith clearly went out. I think he spent like a six round pick for him and he's using them. So pick him up, put him in. All right. And uh, what did we think? Anything, any takeaways from this week? Anyone you want to be trading for? Give me one or two guys you're looking to kind of trade for or looking to get rid of if you're on any buy lows, sell highs. I mean, we had Jonathan Taylor come in. Um, I don't know what percentage of the snaps he played. I haven't looked at it. I'll be looking at it tomorrow. It wasn't, it analysis. was pretty much. It wasn't 50% um, like they said it was going to be, right? I think it was like. No, nah, right, right before the game, they said it was going to be kind of a split. Yeah. Um, but they were going to bring him along slow, but no, it was almost, almost in most. Ball balled out. He yeah. played well against the Titans. The Titans are like the second best statistically rush defense. They sell out for the run and yeah. Yeah, still balled the fuck out. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow, I, I still don't think he's right. He played. I, I don't even think he played well. It was just all Jamar Chase. Like Jamar, Jamar Chase was like eighty percent of that production. So if you got a quarterback, I wouldn't look at the, the Burrow game as something that's an indictment of what's going to come after that. I, I don't think he's going to keep up this pace. I still don't think his cap is right. <laughs> he's too reliant on Chase, which Chase is amazing. Go by him. I mean, he's not going to do that yeah. every week, but um, yeah, Travis Etienne. I'm just looking over. Um, Joe Burrow actually did have a very, you know, he did have a good week. And again, it's a, a lot of box score watching, but you know, he did have a good week, right? That's what I think you're saying there. That don't be yeah. totally fooled. Uh, he actually yeah. finished as the fourth, you know, highest passer on the week. Uh, third being Desmond Ritter. Just wanted to add that, but uh, carry on. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about fantasy points. He was a yeah, no, I just wanted to bring up yeah. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. yeah, he was the quarterback eight. Um, yeah, I mean, Desmond Ritter, I can't side with you on that one. <laughs> He's very good. <laughs> no one um, will. No one will. They'll understand. They'll understand. It yeah. Um, I'm not saying so. Obviously, Brees Hall. Oh, go on. H-A-M. I was going to say, I'm not going to say sell A-Chain by any means, but don't get too comfortable with this production. I mean, he is busting off some elite runs and i mean it's just we've never seen somebody sustain this over the course of a season where he's busting off 60 70 80 yard touchdown runs every single week um he's gonna have some down games so he's 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 a every week starter but just let's pump our brakes and let's see it a little bit longer i and i'm gonna uh, uh so so on the a-chan front He's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, A Chan. Yeah, A Chan. A Chan. I like. He changed. Him he changed better. it. Yeah. He changed it. Yeah. yeah, I like calling him A Chain better, and I'm going to keep calling him A Chain. But on that front, he is Tyreek Hill. That's who he is. I think I've been looking at him and studying it. That's how we have to accept it. That he's going to bust off a lot more long runs because he's that fast. 
right? Yes. Like he's yeah. has the, his speed is that that long run that he broke off this week shouldn't have gone. Like he just he's he had an angle yeah, on that, him that he, speed just, is he just leaves. So he is uh, Tyreek Hill. At the same token, I do get what you're saying, and it does make it very difficult to trade for him. You can't trade for him now, mm-hmm. but he's yeah. doing all this on an average of like fucking. You know, 15 touches a game, 14 touches a game, not even getting volume. He had 11 carries, eight carries, and 18 carries. And one catch last week, three and four. So, you know, but, but I, I think I, that I, volume, yeah. that volume is what kind of raises like my ear a little bit because that volume, I don't think it's going to increase. Like they're not going to give him that 15 touch workload. I think he so, gets there. I'm, I'm curious to see. I think he gets closer to the games. Yeah, I just he's, don't think he'll he's be. Tiny, though. He's like Tyreek Hill. He's not big, right? So, like, you got to kind of protect him a little bit. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, would see exactly. It. I mean, listen, keep in mind, two of these games were against Denver and the Giants, right? And, yeah. you know, he ran through them. And the one game against Buffalo, he had a 55-yard run, but only had, like, 40 yards outside of that, right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think it, do not trade for him now. Like, yeah. you got to um, let him. Yeah, you got to come back down to earth a little bit. I will touch on something that um, you guys were talking about earlier with Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. I, I think they're both here to stay. I think they're both going to eat. I think it's centralized through them. They um, they saw 62% of Stafford's targets. Um, I don't know if Puka's going to keep up a 30% target share. I don't expect it to. I'd be surprised. But there's enough balls to go around on that offense. And, I mean, Cooper Cup saw 12 targets of the 37 um, mm-hmm. attempts. Puka Nakua saw 11. Um I mean, I think I Puka Nakua is a buy still. I mean, I don't oh, think yeah, anybody yeah. is kind of like kind of curious or like think that Cup is like we were talking. I was talking to Bill yesterday. Bill said that uh, Cup's not 100. percent Like Cup, Cup's at 100. percent He was 100 percent yesterday. He played every snap except for two. This what they did yesterday is what to expect. Well, forward. I mean, That's no one's at 100 percent first game back. You got to get the rust yeah. off, right? So even if yeah. he's healthy, <laughs> I th- I think. But I think yeah. what we saw yesterday was exactly take the touchdowns away, right? Because mm-hmm. you never know. Stafford's going to have a lot of options. Yeah. Kyron, Higby, Atwell, Nakua, Cup. A lot of places to go for touchdowns mm-hmm. there. So we'll take the touchdowns away, right? But, I mean, this box score was exactly almost what I thought it would yeah. be going forward. Seven for 70 from Puka. I thought that'd be a six for 60 consistently. Eight for 120 for Cup with 12 targets. Not his normal 12 for 140 and 22 targets. So that's normal. Higby two for 20. I think he'll be more three for 34 for 40. You know, if Stafford gets up there a little bit, maybe he'll pop off for 60, 70 here or there. And then uh, two, two at, well, I think, you know, probably a little more upside than we saw this week, but five targets. He doesn't have a high catch rate on his targets uh, ever, but he'll probably catch one for 20, 30 yards. So I think we're yeah. looking at 120, 70, 40, 40 out of those four guys. It could be. And, I mean, you're going to see big plays every week, too. Like, Puka Nakua is going to break off that 39-yard catch. Right, and Tutu will catch a 50-yard bomb. And, yeah, Higby will catch some touchdowns. Stafford missed Cup, too, on multiple big plays. That stat, like Cup had two or three yards of separation. Stafford just overthrew him. He didn't put any uh, lob under it. I mean, he's going to make those passes. Stafford's going to do that consistently. He's not perfect. He's going to miss some throws. But, um, I mean, Puka's going to get over the top of him. We've seen it twice now. Um, on a on a fly that he's beat his defender and caught the ball with like a no, little he's bit really of good. He's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's there. Yeah. So I'm not selling Puka. No. I mean, there's been a lot of people that say sell Puka. I've seen people say Puka over Cup. That's not re- that's good. That's no, not even ridiculous. It's exactly but, what we um, saw yesterday. It it's it's exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be, be sticky. Cups. Yeah. It, it, dude, it's it's Chase and Higgins. That's how I look at it. 
It's Chase and Higgins. You could thrive with two guys there that are both very good, and one of them's just a little bit better. Um, all right, Sinane, appreciate you. Guys, get over to 4deep.com. Go purchase the seasonal guide. Sinane will be there to walk you through all your waivers, all the injuries, loves, hates, starts, sits, uh, Discord chat for our seasonal players. If you want to go win your seasonal league, 10 bucks a month. I mean, that's insane. That's fucking insane. It's maniacal. So it's less than a pack of cigarettes to go there and win your fantasy league. So get over to 4deep.com and go purchase Sinane's packet and follow him on Twitter. Sinane, appreciate you, brother. All right. See you, man. Later, bro. All right, Bill, let's go to uh let's go to a little baseball here real <laughs> quick. And then we'll finish off the NFL with the game tonight. Run through baseball. We got two games tonight. What do you like? Acuna. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does something tonight. Um there, I, I should have taken should have taken the Phillies last game, but then I saw that stat with Strider and I got screwed on that. I mean Fucking nine, stats, Bill. Fucking stats. Nine and zero with a one nine eight ERA. Just didn't hold up. The Braves left, but Braves did leave a lot of men on base. Rackets and I were watching that game. They had a lot of opportunities to score. Bases loaded twice. They just couldn't get the couldn't get the hit. Um, so I don't think I'm going to bet the game today because I have the Phillies to win the series anyway. Um, so I'm going to just probably do that. I like Acuna did a home run, plus four hundred tonight. Um. And I like Acuna to steal a base, plus 165. So I think if he gets on, they're going to steal. I'm going to have a bunch of stolen bases tonight, um, I think, on both sides. I don't like, uh, like, as you would say, the lefty is going, so you don't really see a lot against that. Um, but uh, the Phillies were – every time they get chance they got on, they were running. It's crazy. So we'll see what happens tonight. I think the Braves – uh, get guys on, and I think they move them around tonight. But I don't know what the ending score is going to be, so I'm going to stay away from it and just hope the Phillies win. Got to be got to be careful of those teams with that many white guys. Very scrappy. Very scrappy. Phillies Phillies starting lineup looks like a clan rally when they step out there in MLB. That's just fucking scrappy hustler white guys the whole way up and down. So yeah, if it wasn't a lefty on the hill, I'd be with you, Bill. They're trying to take the extra base every single time. Mm-hmm. What do you like here, Rackets, in this game, Braves Phillies? Um. I think the Braves are going to even it up. I'm not. I'm not betting should, it. But right? The Braves yeah. are going to even it up. Tough to bet against the Phillies right now after seeing what they've done before and seeing what they're doing right now. But I would go Braves here minus one fifty. I'm taking that. And uh, Tommy J snakes. It's not our snakes anymore. Rackets. You gave up on them last show. I tried. I, was, I bet against I was, them too. I was pulling you in. Rackets like this. Look at the camera. I'm sitting there like Rackets. Come with me. Come with me on the snakes. Rackets made me bet come on, with me on the snakes. Kershaw got me, man. I saw I saw the Kershaw numbers and I saw the Merrill Kelly numbers and I I got off it. I told you, new season, baby, new season. Snakes in the series. And then well, six, on... six pitches into the game, it was fucking two nothing. Kershaw sucks I, in the playoffs. Somebody asked me before the game the other day who's going to hit home run. I said Corbin Carroll, and he hit home run, and I didn't even bet it because uh, you got pulled off the. But I do like Corbin Carroll tonight. Two plus total, uh, two total bases uh, plus a hundred. Uh, he's on fire. He's had two hits in all three playoff games, I believe. Uh, and, you know, the two home runs. So he is absolutely on fire, and I like it to continue tonight. And I like it to continue. That was good. That was very professional of you, Bill. That sounded like something someone on, like, a real show would say. Thank you. That was very good. Are you practicing? For yeah. Like getting famous? I got a few offers. Oh, all right. Well, listen, we'd like you to stay. We're, you know, but 
So you got to go, you got to go. No, I want you to do what's best for you. Um, I'm going to go with the snakes for the series. Oh, wait, I already did that. I'm going to go with the snakes for tonight, too. I think this could be a run through here in this Dodger series. I really do. I think there's a chance. You know, when Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas and when these big fighters lose, Ronda Rousey, when she got head kicked, you could take someone's soul in the beginning of a series, the beginning of a fight, a big event where you're an underdog. Rackets, I'm a little bit worried here for the Dodgers that the Snakes just took their soul in game one because the big edge is that this is the mighty Dodgers versus the lowly Snakes. And you got Zach Gallen going on the on the mound tonight, Rackets. You got Miller going for the Dodgers, who's been very erratic. He doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. I kind of like the Snakes more tonight than I did in game one. I, the only reason I'm... I'm betting it. I'm betting it plus 132. The only reason why I'm hesitant is because it's like, are they really going to go up 2-0 on the Dodgers on the road? But you got to ignore that, right? Like, we've said that about Baltimore yesterday, right? Like, uh, Baltimore will probably get a win and even this up. Like, we're saying it about Atlanta. Ah, Atlanta will probably get a win. We said it about the Rays last series. Oh, they'll probably get a win. We all look at each game individually right now, basically, the way these playoffs are going. And Rackets, right now, Zach Gallen versus Miller is probably a better matchup than game one for the Snakes. Uh, I, you probably noticed I had like a confused look on my face. I'm looking at the series prices now. The diamond favored. The Diamondback. It's not even that they're favored, dude. They're minus one fifty eight. Uh, dude, I literally went to look at it. I saw your face. I didn't know your face was that I was crazy saying the D-backs are gonna win the no, series. I'm looking at this fucking series price. Why is that like that? I don't. I no, don't did know. you see this? I just went to look thought. at it too. I was gonna hit the like plus one hundred. No, and it's, it's minus 158. That's what I thought it was, too. And that's why I my face just changed. I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. I mean, like Fandle's it, basically telling you that the Diamondbacks are going to win the series. Yeah, and, I mean, that's, that's crazy. This It's the same thing with the Phillies series. It's minus 158. But I kind of get that one because... That one makes sense. The Phillies are a very good team. Yeah. They're, 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 listen, on a neutral and field, ne- Phillies and Braves are, are... You could argue back and forth all day. This and is the, weird. you can't you can't even just say it's the one the one zero advantage because um the twins are tied and they're at minus one twenty now so mm-hmm. it, uh they're at Fandle screaming I, snakes well the brave the Braves if the Braves don't hit a home run uh, yeah, they can't. They can't they're not going to score because they leave they leave two three guys on base and no one and like Acuna came up the other day when they were down only like a couple oh, a run or two. He came up first and third, one out, and he couldn't get the sack fly. He struck out looking. So they uh, they need to hit home runs or they're not scoring. Yeah. I had to make sure that I was looking at the right number. I, dude, Rackets, I didn't know. I saw your face do that. I didn't know what it was for. I thought it was for something else. And then I was like, this is weird. That didn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, dude. I clicked on the series. I Okay, I – I th- I honestly Diamond, think the Diamondbacks are going to win the series. Now I, I don't I don't really have any other way to play it. <laughs> uh, obviously there's obviously there's value on the Dodgers. I'm not going to say that. If you want the plus one twenty eight on them, that's probably the best price you're ever going to get on them. But man, they're, they're there's heavy they're they're heavily uh, inferencing that you're you. getting it. Yeah, Fandles. They want you, you to, to take, take the, the Dodgers. Dodgers for the series. They, they're that's they're begging, they're begging you to do yeah, it. They're literally. on the street with a cup. Like this. Yeah, I 
I don't even know what I'm looking at, guys. Like, no, do you believe that? Know. The Diamondbacks are almost minus 160. Well, yeah, it's the same as the Phillies. I mean, it's a little No, crazy. but it's not, it's not though. That's it's not the same as the Phillies, the Are the Dodgers really that good? I'm the one who told you they're not that good. They're I mean, kind of good. They're good, but they're not that good. Snakes their are lineup, that good. Their lineup's very, very top-heavy. Um, You know, they got the younger guys at the bottom, but are they, like... If those guys up front aren't doing nothing, they're Bro, not... It, but think about it. If you're... Are you going to trust Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, J.D. Martinez, or are you going to trust Christian Walker, Corbin Carroll? Like, you know what I mean? Like, from that... from I'm not, And I'm not talking about my perspective. I'm talking right, about yeah, from the public, public, from the public per- yeah. perspective. They're going to see Mookie Betts... Listen, the, let me the, just put it this way. If we uh, rewound the clip, Bill, from Friday, you were not saying this. No. You I were was on saying, the Dodgers, you, No, both of you. Yeah. You were both saying the Dodgers are going to run through the Diamondbacks. You can't just on Monday all of a sudden. One game doesn't change that. Like, right. I, like you were saying on Monday, Bill, that the Dodgers were significantly like better than the though. Diamondbacks. I, would, I didn't bet on that series. I didn't like it. I don't. I. I don't think Dodgers are already that good. That I just why I didn't have them going anywhere in that thing. I had the Braves or the Phillies. I, had the Phillies. I think most people do. I don't think this is the Dodgers. Listen, I'm going. I'm going Diamondbacks to win the World Series now. That's what I'm doing. What's the odds on that? I'm taking it now. I've been wanting to take it the whole time. I knew I'd get value if I waited because they're going to be the last. Yeah, they're still plus a thousand. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me get that. Plus 900 here, plus a thousand there. Let me get the Diamondbacks plus a thousand to win the World Series. I'm going to take that right now. Plus a thousand. They're the uh, second lowest odds still, Bill, to the earth. Um, let's go to NFL tonight. Uh, and I'm taking Evan, the, the Diamondbacks tonight. Two. Yep. <clears throat> Miller has not been good, guys. Right? Rackets? Um Miller's been erratic. He started off amazing. Yeah, I would say he's hit or miss, dude. He's gonna he's either gonna be lights out or he's gonna get yeah. actually you know what? I didn't follow the last two weeks. It looks like for the last couple weeks he got a little better, but he was like fucking five runs, one run, five one, three runs, five runs, seven runs for a while there. So I don't think he's gonna go deep. This uh, line was... opened at minus one fifty five and it's only sitting at minus one fifty six and one sixty in some spots with eighty six percent of the money on the Dodgers. Snakes! All right, let's get to the NFL. Uh we got one game tonight. Eh, kind of fucking whatever game. I mean, a lot of question marks in this game. You got Vegas at home, you got the Packers on the road, Jordan Love, sustainable. Jimmy Garoppolo, fucking Devontae Adams. Is Josh Jacobs going to wake up? You know, not not really much. Uh, AJ, I, I guess AJ Dillon's the bell cow today. This right? line's, this Aaron line's Jones already is out. Yeah, yeah, this line's already flipped through zero or flipped over. Yeah, I think the Aaron Jones situation and, you know, Devontae Adams is still questionable. Is he, no, is they're he playing. Fine? All right. I know he's suiting up. Is he fine? Jimmy and Devontae are playing, yeah. Okay. So it looks like everyone's in but Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones. Is not out, right? It's just it's. I'm seeing here on DraftKings viewed as unlikely to play Monday. He night. took all of his stats off of Fanduel. Okay, so he's unlikely to play. So let's assume he's out. Um, no, it's a kind of a. I mean, it seems like a fun game, right? Like you got some fun shit. You got Romeo Dobbs. You got fucking you know Josh Jacobs. You got you know, Devontae Adams. You got some fun shit here. But where are we going with the rackets? Are we going to the under? Um, I like the I like the Raiders tonight. Um. I do like the under too, um, but the Raiders' defense just scares me a little bit on that. But I do like the Raiders. I might even play the spread. Line's gone from Raiders plus one to Raiders minus two and a half. I'm good with that. I don't think the Packers are very good. I don't think the Raiders are real good either. But I like the Raiders today. So you're not betting the under? Think there may be some points here. They're uh, man. I just 
What about it? What about a tease? I'm surprised Rackets. If you like the fucking Raiders, I'm surprised you're not going a little tease Raiders in the under. This line has already moved up two points, Tommy. It opened at 43 and a half and it's now 45 and a half. I not really like an under there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's value there, I guess, but I see the Raiders scoring some points tonight. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I like the Raiders tonight, but I hate the Packers. So I tell you guys every day, I think the Packers suck. I think Jordan Love sucks. I think this team's complete fucking garbage. And how many times can this guy keep fucking having a miracle fucking, you know, three drives and making it look good? His touchdown variance is a little, it needs to regress, and it has a little bit. Um, I'm on the Raiders on every aspect of this game tonight. I'm wondering, where's the public and everything? I haven't looked into the the uh, the ticket counts yet. Let me see. Looks like we're looking at... See the money line. 70% on the... Va- I mean, the va- 77% of the money line, I'm seeing. Oh, click over to money line. Looks like the money line is all Packers. Yeah, 76%, I see. Yeah, so it looks like the money line. So that's good. So we're not with that. Open and to minus 105 and minus one. Spread doesn't seem that drastic, right? Spread looks like 60, 60-ish. All right. So I see 70, but yeah. So we're we're free. We're faction-free there, all right, on the Vegas side. And what about the total? Uh... Like I said, it went up two points. I didn't look at the ticket. It's gone up two points. We got about 70% on the over. <clears throat> it's looking like, and it's driving it up. So, over might have some factionness on it. Um, I like, listen, I'm going to beat a dead horse here, but it's got to happen sooner or later. I'm not going to miss the Josh Jacobs breakout game. I'm just not. I'm not. Um, Brackets, do you, think he, do you think he does it? I think, I think I think this is more of a Devontae Adams game, little revenge game. Yeah. I think of, I think Devontae Adams goes fucking nuts. <clears throat> on Devontae heavy. I'm on his touchdown minus one hundred five. Uh, I'm on him first touchdown plus six fifty. Uh, he scored the first touchdown in two out of the four games this year. Um, I love his touchdown tonight. Also, like I said, at minus one hundred five and two touchdown or first touchdown plus six fifty. I think that kind of goes with Josh Jacobs too. though. That kind of uh, goes with Josh Jacobs, though, because he can play the play action right to Devontae. I, Josh Jacobs involved. I like it. I like both. I guys. have never done this before. I'm. You'll have to sign up to get them because I've been on fire with these same-game parlays. That I'm missing them by like half an inch more missing them. It's either chub breaking. We're hitting a bunch of them. But, I mean, none of them are far off. They're all right fucking there. Even when I gave out for free yesterday with the London game, the Trevor Lawrence over hit, this hit, that hit, this hit, and the Bills money line is the thing that lost, right? But – um. I'm telling you this right now. Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams both get in the box today. I never do that. I never take two players to score on a primetime game. You can get plus 225 on that. I think both of these guys are going to have good games uh, in this spot. I think they both get in the box. I think the Raiders, this is one of those few situations on a team like the Raiders where you know where all the offensive production is coming from, right? It's coming from Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and then you could throw in a little Jacoby Myers. Right, Rackets? But yeah. you pretty much can isolate. I mean, dude, fucking Jacobs only if, rushed for 60 yards last week. He had eight catches for 81. McDaniels has been talking for the last three weeks about getting Hunter Renfro involved. And while I don't think it's going to happen, if there was a game to be to have Hunter Renfro involved, it would be this game today. Yeah. And what's the rushing and receiving for Jacobs here? Rushing and receiving. I'm going to hit that plus 102 and a half. Is that the best number? Uh, rushing and receiving? What's going on in here? I don't even see him. Hold on. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't find I don't does FanDuel not have those? I don't know. I don't see it either. 
I see rushing. I don't see rushing and receiving. Oh, wait, rushing and receiving. Here he is. Josh Jacobs, 102 and a half. Did you guys hear that? No. No. The kid with the R8 next door fucking doing donuts in the fucking, in the fucking uh, cul-de-sac. Well, uh, I'm sitting there like, what is going on? Are they driving on my grass? Uh, go on. Sorry to interrupt me. All right. Uh, it was 102 and a half for the Josh Jacobs rushing. Yeah, I like that. I like that because we can get that from a bunch of different angles. Obviously, every game that goes on, Josh Jacobs is going to be more, um, you know, more football ready, right? He missed the whole fucking camp. And we're looking at basically, um, let's see, let's pull this up right here. So we're looking at so far this year, he's already had a first start to kind of throw out because he was totally not ready for that one. Uh, first call. But the last two starts, 17 carries in each of them. 16 targets combined so if we're looking at 17 carries and eight targets on average which is crazy let's call it six or seven is that a 50 yard receiving game an 80 yard receiving game 23 and 18 bill josh jacobs through the air so they've been getting them ball through the air a lot and he's outside of the buffalo game you know 48 62 and 58 on the ground so even if he doesn't pop off i think 60 65 rushing and 35 receiving is not a far cry but he can get that 102 on the ground alone uh, what's his receiving prop today, Josh Jacobs? 25 and a half. It's a little bit high. Yeah, so I like the 102 and a half is the safest way to get there. I also like the Josh Jacobs touchdown. Bill, did you see what FanDuel has the Josh Jacobs touchdown at? Uh, minus 180. That's pretty high. Yeah, it's like CMC level. Yeah, that's like fucking Derrick Henry, you know, number there. And I guarantee you the other books are a lot lower. The faction duel usually knows. Let's see. Score a touchdown. Yeah, he's like, what, 150 on DraftKings, 145 150. on at Rivers, 145 on BetMGM. So faction duel seems to know something here about Josh Jacobs getting in the box. So I'm going to do uh, Josh Jacobs touchdown at minus 145. I'm going to take that, not the FanDuel one. I'm going to take the Devontae Adams touchdown minus 105, and I'm going to take both of them first touchdown also at their values um if you want to put those up on DraftKings or FanDuel Josh Jacobs plus 475 I have him for first touchdown that's the best one what about uh Devontae best one I have Devontae 650 it's the best one okay um do we do we look towards a Romeo Dobbs here if we think the Raiders are going to win we all seem to be consensus that we think the Raiders are going to win I got Dobbs for first touchdown also plus 1400 okay um what do we think here, Rackets? Dobbs been coming around. He's a guy I fucking love, dude. I think this kid's a fucking star. I gotta take his over. Um, yeah, I I don't hate it. It's like forty six. I don't hate it. Right? Let me see. Yeah, you're pretty good. I just found this this bet on Fanduel. I don't know, and I'm just kind of looking at the schedules. They have they have both teams to go uh, <clears throat> forty seven and a half. By the way, Evan, both of the both of the remaining five and zero teams to go um. 17 and 0. Uh, they have the 49ers at 1700 for a yes, and they have the Eagles at 3000 for a yes. Now, they do they play each other at uh, on December 3rd, but Neither before that, before you don't think so? No, and, and the reason we used Sam Fran on our survivor last week for both entries was because I looked through the schedule coming up, and there's they have some, one game, there's, there's one game they have. There's some worries that what do you mean? That's a yeah, no, no. One game where I'm like, I don't know if they win it. Well, I mean, listen, you got at Browns. That defense has been pretty good. They should win that, but it's not going to be a walkthrough. At the Vikings, anything can happen. Burrow in three weeks versus the Bengals. You know, if Burrow's healthy, uh, that is a home game. But Burrow, Jag, yeah, healthy Jags, Burrow. 
at Bucks. the Jags, they should win that. Bucks, they should win that. At Seahawks, Seahawks. at the Eagles is tough. That's a, that's a tough one right there, but they're yeah. playing each other. The I mean, you still you got over, the Rams, Ravens. I mean, it's if not. If you flip over to the Eagles' schedule, they have, like, two games. They have the Dolphins in two weeks, that 49er game the third, and then the Cowboys, maybe? I mean, I mean listen, I we, think, watched, we watched. I, I don't. I think uh, the you, Eagles I think, almost got got three different times already, dude. They should have lost to the Commanders. And they I think that's a nail why it's three thousand. They should have lost to the Vikings, and they could have lost to the Patriots. So I think that's why it's three thousand. But if, if you, you get have, a if you get a line on Philly to lose a game, it's minus a million to lose a game. They're definitely they may lose to the Jets this week. Like this team has not even the I, Rams didn't play well and still were in that game at the end. Philly well, has like, not been good, dude. I I kind of agree with that, but I mean, like, I could see them maybe lose. I mean, you're gonna that 49er game obviously is gonna be the difference between Dirt. the two. Listen, rackets, but I don't one, see either of them losing more than one or two games. Rackets, there's one bet to make. If you if you have a gun to your head and you're gonna make either of these bets, it's the Niners with a bullet. The the Eagles have to play the Chiefs, Bills, Niners at Cowboys back to back in four straight weeks. They're not getting through that four and zero. At Chiefs versus the Bills versus the Niners at Cowboys. So and and Dolphins. Okay. That's no. That's the November. Dude, yeah, that's, dude, that's right before the, the Niners. Look at this schedule, dude. Take away at Dolphins at Commanders, who they almost lost at home to the Commanders. Cowboys at Chiefs, Bills, Niners at Cowboys. That's a fucking gauntlet. Like I'll make that, a bet with. Some, can you make a bet? That it's the minus Eagles lose fifty thousand for the no. Can no? I want to bet that they lose two or three games. Where can I bet that? Um, I think I the Eagles lose four games this year. Well, if you, you can bet do, that really, you can do yeah. last undefeated team, which would be they have the Eagles as the favorite as the last undefeated at minus one twenty five, and the 49ers are minus one hundred five. All right, uh, we right. gotta go cut the grass. Let's go. All right. Uh, I'm going to do that. We'll do that on Thursday show. We'll break that down. Make a note there, Rackets, to talk about that. All right, anything else in the game tonight before we get out of here? I got my little oh, eagle no. guy right here. <laughs> Fuck you, Tommy G, he says. I have a very little eagle guy. Just a very little eagle guy. All right, Rackets, final words. Um, I don't have any today. All right, go rough, final words. Little B. John Robinson says, let's go! Oh, you got a lot of little mini, 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 minis. Mini, mini, mini. Okay. Uh, Evan Hand, final word. What do you think of the Chiefs' last win over the Vikings? Rigged Packers win. Mm, Packers win tonight. All right. Evan Hand's on the Packers. Four. Sinane, Bill Rupp, Joey Rackets, Evan Hand. I am Tommy G. Get over to Four Deep tonight. We'll be doing another live show in the Discord as usual. A lot of fun. We've been hot. Everything's right. Even the bets we're losing are fucking right there. We are uh, hot. We're cooking with gas, and we are going to smoke this slate tonight. So get over 4deep.com. Sign up for a week. Sign up for a month. Sign up for the rest of the year. Just sign the fuck up. Promo code VIP20. Good luck. Stay cash, you motherfuckers. Let's go!